Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry. Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. Of course, I'm sitting with my best friend, Tony. What's up, buddy? What's going on, brother? How you feeling? Feeling good. Yeah, we have Hunter on the podcast today. And, uh, you know, last time that uh, you had to do it from afar. So uh, it's nice to be able to have you and Hunter in the same room together. Sort of. I know. I, 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 well, you know, we were battling COVID through my house. And, and luckily, I, you know, I feel blessed not to get it. But the rest of my crew did. But somehow I made it through the microphone and it. Uh, <laughs> got to uh our boy hunter here yeah yeah, hunter had it all last week so uh he um he's scared that he's not going to sound sexy on the podcast because he's got like a you know post-covid voice there well sometimes those those post-covid voices tend to be a little sexy yeah he's a little sexy so so today we have a sexy hunter Uh, it's it's donnie hunter donia donia gosh but i'm not but i'm not picky though i'm really not all right what donia Donia, Donia. Yes. I gotta think like donut. That's what it is. Like, like Hunter Donut, Hunter Donia. Um, yeah. So uh, Hunter's coming on, and we had him on a few weeks ago, and he just kind of blew our mind. And we became uh, we were fans of him before, but you know, like there's this there's this extra uh, extra level of love, you know, after we chatted with him last time. So we invited him back because he's got some really great information. And today, um, well, Hunt, on the last podcast, Hunter talked about you know he built his book in you know like a few months, you know, from zero to you know, booked out within a few months. So I, I, I know if you're listening to this, you're dying to know how to do that. Cause I certainly know that I'm dying to know how to do that. Oh, hundred percent brother. And, and what's cool is that, you know, he's created these curriculums that can uh, help anybody do it. Yeah. 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 There's no doubt. So, um, you know, not only are we going to talk about this, but, uh, you know, he, uh, he also is offering up his coaching services to you guys as well. So Awesome. So bring them on. Should we get on? Yeah, yo. So Mr. Hunter Donut, Donye, I mean. Uh, <laughs> Donye, so you messed it up again. Yeah, dang. <laughs> hey, hey uh, welcome, welcome to your day off. Welcome back to your day off. Thank you so much. I'm freaking hyped to be back. Thanks for having me back on, you guys. The the love, the extra level of love, it's a mutual feeling. I'm really excited to get back and chat about this. I know that this right now is something that a lot of people um are struggling with and would love to know and I would and I and I personally went through it myself and um and it wasn't like all like roses and and beautiful beautiful um easy fast wins for me as far as growing my clientele as fast as I did and so I understand people's struggles and I'm really excited to share what helped me get to where I was in actually a really quick way after figuring out what I actually needed to do right I want to help people get to that place quicker and work smarter, not harder. So I'm excited to share with your audience today about how to do that. 
Well, I mean, I think it, it, I think it's the it, it, when when you when you remove all the BS about our industry, this is what our industry is about. You know, if mm-hmm. you're going to make it in this industry, this is it. You know, there, right. all that other stuff is fluff. You know, like 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 how do we do it? How do we get butts and chairs? Because butts and chairs pays us. Butts and chairs pays our owners. Butts and chairs pay the manufacturers. Butts and chairs um, pay the brands. Right. So you know this 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 is it as far as I'm concerned. So you know how how I'm a new stylist. I'm I'm fresh on the floor or I'm fresh wherever I need to be, or yeah, just or just you could be a, a seasoned stylist, but you move to a new area. Yeah, yeah. Precisely. And the things that were working like 20 years ago are not working now. Right. Um, I remember, I remember moving to my new area and getting into a team-based salon um, and having to build from scratch and listening to all of the seasons, super booked out stylists in my, in my salon. And they were telling me to do all these things, right. Hand out my cards, ask for referrals. We had a referral program. I was literally walking into all of the small businesses in the local area. I was going to the mall every week and I was like, like harassing all of these girls with like beautiful hair that I wanted to balayage <laughs> and none of it was working, you know? And, and so um, I think that we just have to be really, um, I, I think that those, 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 those things still work, but I don't think that they work nearly as well or are as effective as modern marketing strategies that we have today. And once I learned about those and once I tapped into those, that's when things really exploded for me. <clears throat> so I'm going to cut cut the BS like we were talking about, and I'm just going to give you all the tea. Is that cool? Let's do it, man. <laughs> okay, cool. Let's talk tea. Let's do the tea. Let's spill the tea. So um, so I actually do have in my like in my private um, mastermind membership where all of my, um, my alumni students are, I do have a small curriculum. It's called chief marketing hairstylist. And I'm going to be sharing with you guys like the framework for it today, because I think it's like the the fastest streamlined way to get there. Um, and it's like really the foundation of how I built what I built and how, um, I got to where I was. So, uh, Corey, you shared it a little bit, but what, when I implemented this, I literally went from like a week booked out at a time to three and a half months booked out solid with, uh, five new guest requests a week. And it was all because I understood exactly who I was speaking to. And I had a specific person and a specific service that I marketed. I became the go-to person for low maintenance balayage color in my area and if you think about it right if you had to go get heart surgery tomorrow right let's say we had to go get heart surgery would you go to a general surgeon to get your heart surgery or would you go to a heart surgeon to get your heart surgery of course yeah right we would go to a heart surgeon your clients are thinking the same exact thing about their specific struggles their specific pain points with their hair, right? Or the services that they're looking to get done or whatever they're struggling with specifically. And so that's actually something that's really, really, really powerful because it makes it so much easier for you to get ideal clients who align with your specialty and what you love to do and um, and get more of them into your chair, right? And build a book of people that you freaking love doing services that you love. And before I get into this, a huge question that I get is, <clears throat> is what if I don't specialize in a certain service? Like, what if I love to do it all, right? 
then you want to market an experience instead. So let's say you uh, like do all types of different services, right? But they are all based around clean beauty. So let's say you have like a recycling program in your salon, you use um, products that are all like low toxicity, color lines that are all low to- toxicity, then you can market that experience, but do all types of services at the same time. And that'll be just as effective as if you were to um, specialize in a certain service. So I know that's my number one question that I get. So I just wanted to clear that up. But that's kind of the premise of all of this is just really becoming known for one thing and learning how to speak to the person who wants that one thing and connecting your solutions and their pain points together and creating a bridge from them to you in your marketing. And so um, first things first that you need to do is figure out what that thing is and who that person is, right? So you want to come up with a certain ideal client profile. That's what I like to call it. And in this ideal client profile, you want to figure out a lot of different things. You want to figure out what their pain points are. Okay. So pain points is anything that like they're struggling with. It's anything that they, um, it's like bullet points of things that are recurring themes in their brain when it comes to their hair, their scalp, whatever it may be, their appearance or whatever, and their experiences going to salons as well too, right? Because not only do our clients have experiences that they don't like with their hair, but also experiences with going to salons that they have had maybe past traumas, bad experiences, they're not trusting of salons. Um, I know that we all sitting here right now are all in salon suites, right? Salon suites are so beautifully marketable because a lot of the times clients have had bad experiences being in big, large spaces, or they get intimidated, et cetera, et cetera. So um, you want to figure out what those pain points are for that ideal client. And the way that you do this, okay, the way that you do this is you gain real data and feedback, okay? What oftentimes, if you look into any marketing education, you read marketing books, you you learn about just general marketing in, in, um, in, in general, a lot of the time they'll have you come up with an ideal client profile like I'm speaking about right now. And a lot of the times they'll say, okay, just like imagine this amazing person and pull them out of your butt and then just write down all the things about them, right? Right. What we're doing with that is we are discrediting the fact that, you know, these are real human beings with real lives and real feelings and real emotions. And you have these people sitting in your chairs right now right? We all have clients that we, are, that we would love to like clone and duplicate, right? And have like a million of that, that person come in. And so what I do in my program in Chief Marketing Hairstylist is I, <clears throat> sorry, my, my, this is my sexy COVID voice. <laughs> <laughs> sexy COVID cough. Yes. So, um, so what I have my students do is they actually take a survey. I give them a template um, they take, they, they have a survey and they give this survey to um, their top like five to 10 most ideal clients who they have in their clientele, right? And they have all of these clients fill out this survey and um, they tell them like what search terms that they would be looking up if they were looking for a new hairstylist. What are your previous past, um, like 
bad experiences with the salon or what were your past um, pain points or what are your current pain points with your hair and your hair services right now? Um, and so much more. So that way you get real data and feedback from the real people who you are trying to target and get more of into your chair, right? So that way, when you're posting on Instagram, when you're posting on your Facebook business page, when you are creating um, materials for the salon, when you're figuring out what your decorations are going to be, all of the above, Yes, you want them, you want to make something that you are proud of and that you love, but you also want to make sure that it's speaking to the person that you want to serve because they'll feel more aligned with your vision and they will want to come and collaborate with you and fall in love with you and your brand, right? So then everybody's happy at, at the end of the day. Hey, Hunter, if you have a, if you have a, uh, like an Instagram page, um, or even, maybe even a Facebook page um, that has a lot of your clients on there. Could you set these up as polls, as like story polls and stuff and try to get input there? Yes, I'm not mad about that, except the only thing about that is, is that you might be pulling information from non-ideal people, right? And no, there's no such thing as non-ideal people. But when we're talking about business, right, and we're coming from like a business perspective, you might be getting information from certain parts of your audience that isn't relevant to what, what you're really trying to do here. We're trying to get really specific, super targeted information. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times when we do uh, Instagram polls, that goes to maybe like a hundred people. And out of that a hundred people, some of them might not even live in your state. Some of them might be family and friends outside of your demographic that you're trying to target, et cetera, et cetera. Is that, is that a helpful answer? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel, I feel you. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, and I think that there are, I think there's definitely great research that you can do on your Instagram polls. Um, but we can talk about that in another episode. <laughs> I, I want to make sure I don't waste anybody's time. No, 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 definitely. Um, and so that's what you want to do first. You just want to grab real data, real feedback from real people who are sitting right there in your chair, who can mm -hmm. give you all the answers that you need to create a really beautiful business for yourself. And you're so right that this is the foundation of honestly, any business like you really need to know what you're doing with your marketing and how to get people in. Because if there's no people coming, if there's no people bought into the idea, the operation isn't going to happen, right? So this is the foundation to everything. People skip this part and they wonder why things aren't working. And it's because they haven't done the work here. Like it truly isn't. So that's what you got to do first. After you figure out, after you get all this data, after you figure out who your ideal client is, you know what their pain points are, you know maybe what um, objections they have with coming and doing business, uh, doing business with a hair salon, um, and you figure out what their attributes are, et cetera, et cetera. Now you want to choose. Hold on, hold on. I want to slow you down a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so I guess like what – what are some specific questions? Like if I'm, if, if I'm listening to this and it's like, what are these pain points? I mean, if I set up a poll for my clients, I mean, are you feeling me? Yeah. Like, like, not a poll. Not, a, not a poll. <laughs> but no, if, you, if you're setting up this. Unless you're dancing on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's in a whole nother salon experience. Um, so um, like, like, what would those questions be? Like, yeah. like, you know, not just like how, how, because I, for me, my pain point here is that is that it, it's going to feel like judgment of me and the experience that I've provided mm. moving forward. Right. Yeah. So or, you know, if I'm giving it to my client, like like how do you position it? So it's like, hey, I'm trying to create a perfect situation for all of my clients. 
without yeah. without them kind of pointing the camera on me. Does that make sense? Yes, totally makes sense. Um, so I ask the question in a way I say, um, prior to coming to see me, what were your pain points or not? I don't say pain points. Um, what were your struggles with with your uh, previous salon experiences, I believe? And then I have another question. I said, what were your struggles with your hair specifically. And honestly, I'm even gonna put this perspective out here too. If they tell you something that's going on right now, I wanna know what's going on right now. As, sh- as shitty and hard as it can be to, you know, uh, get that type of feedback sometimes, it's important to get that type of feedback sometimes. Sometimes we need that feedback, right? And so I wouldn't be mad if they did give me something that was that they were struggling with right now that maybe they, not, they never felt comfortable sharing with me in a one-on-one um, physical circumstance, but maybe they would feel comfortable sharing with me on a digital form. And that's the beauty of digital forms. That's why I teach digital forms left, right, up, down, because I love non-confrontational communication because it creates such safe spaces for people to give us honest, real feedback without the intimidation. But anyways, does that answer your question? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Any other questions before I No, no, let's go. Let's move. Okay, cool. So after you get this feedback, right? Like I said, one of the questions that you can ask is, like, where would you go to search for a new hairstylist right now? And this is important because different demographics of people are using different types of marketing channels. That's what we're going to call them, marketing channels, to find a new hairstylist, right? Some of them are going to be in favor word of mouth, right? Some of them are going to be like, I'm going to text all of my friends and ask them where I should go to go and find a new hairstylist. They're not going to go on Instagram, Google, or Facebook, right? They're going to go and ask their friends. That is important information to know because that means that you need to be ramping up your referral program. That means that you need to be really focusing on how to get your clients to be doing the groundwork for you instead of you being the one posting on Instagram and Facebook all the freaking time. But that's not every demographic. Um, so some some of some demographics will uh, go straight to Instagram and they'll be searching in their local area for a new hairstylist. Some people will go straight to Google. You know, you want to figure out what the majority of your ideal clients, where they would specifically go, which marketing channel they would go to to find you, right? If they were looking for a new hairstylist. So once you have that information, now you can say, okay. These are the one or two marketing channels I need to focus most of my efforts on because a lot of the time what we'll want to do is is we'll want to be omnipresent, which is absolutely excellent and I think it's something that's great to strive for. We want to be on all the platforms and all the different places we want to be doing all the things, but we are only one human being. <laughs> and what happens is if we give we can, we can only give 100% to one platform, right? We can only give 100% to one platform. Once we start to give a little bit of our percent to this platform, a little bit of our percent to this platform, a little percent to this platform, you're only giving 20% to Google, 20% to Facebook, 20% to Instagram, and your results are slow and they're not as efficient as they could be if you just chose one or two channels to specifically focus on that will be the most efficient for you and the ideal client that you're trying to serve, right? Mm. So 
a lot of the time people will try to go all over the place and do all the things. And that's actually hurting them in the end because they're only one person and they can't give their 100% to multiple channels. So we'll take maybe one to two channels to commit to figure out what are all the actions that you can take on these channels to get more traffic and to really nurture these people. And then you make a plan for how you're going to market on those channels specifically. This is genius. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but i can uh re-listen <laughs> push rewind and listen again yes this is, this is genius dude that thank that's you genius. thank you thank you so so yeah and, and oh, but, I hold just... on, but, but on that are you saying and i'm coming in with a little prejudice here but are you that's saying right. that that each platform has a different language or has a different like like yes. You know, the way that you speak on Instagram would be different than the way that you would speak on Google. Is that, is that kind of what you're saying? I would actually very much agree with that. Um, I would say that each platform definitely has its own native um, culture. Yeah. Like I would say that Facebook is very um, family, friends, connections oriented. It's very personal. And then where I would say Instagram is very like influencer creating a brand um, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so like on Facebook, like on a Facebook business page, you would really want to create the feeling of like, of like, oh my gosh, I really know this person. You'd want to, you would want to be a little bit more vulnerable in like sharing like what's going on in the salon in your life, like showing like that you're going on a trip or something like that. And that doesn't mean, you know, that doesn't mean you have to share pictures of you and your kids. That doesn't mean that you have to spew all your personal life all over the place, but you do have to create some sort of definitely personal brand and personal connection on that type of platform. Where on Instagram, yes, being vulnerable, sharing in a personal way, 100% in all your platforms, but definitely a little bit less than Facebook, where Instagram, you're really trying to create a brand. You're trying to create a like pinnacle. You're trying to create something that you want people to become a part of. And it's just a little bit different. So you're completely, you're completely spot on that you do want to take those things into consideration, depending on which channel you're working with. Awesome. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and then, and then, you know, there, like I said, like there's going to be different demographics that are majority going to these different platforms for certain things. Right. So there's going to be a demographic that really loves Facebook and hates Instagram. There's going to be a demographic that uh, hates Facebook and loves Instagram. And then there's going to be a demographic that likes a little bit of both, you know, but it's just going to depend on you getting real data, real feedback to rely on to make those educated guesses, right? That's what marketing is all about. It's all about making educated guesses and decisions. And honestly, it's never something that you just figure out and you're good to go. It's, It's something you are always evolving with and changing and studying and always figuring out what the next plan is for your strategy because the world changes as we've as we've very much experienced the world changes so fast our industry changes so fast trends change so fast social media changes so fast and so marketing isn't something that you just figure out and then you're good to go it's something that you're always refining however these fundamentals they don't change they don't change you just you just need to always be keeping in mind that things are changing the world is moving and you can you can you can use that information to tweak the fundamentals of what you've already created to be more efficient in what you're doing so we figure out like one to two channels that we market to 
right? We were like, okay, we're going to commit to these freaking channels. We're going to like make these the places that where I'm going to grow my clientele and we're going to give them my R100%, okay? Instead of being spread thin, thin across a bunch of different places. We figure out how that platform works. We figure out what the active and passive marketing actions of those, uh, of those channels are. And we figure out <clears throat> how do I get more eyeballs on my page or on this, this space, right? And then when the eyeballs are there, how do we nurture those eyeballs into trusting us and seeing us as the authority of what we're doing? And how do we get them to really feel like we understand them inside and out. When we are shopping for our business, when we are looking for a service to be done with us, if, if, if we can find somebody who is like, who we feel like fully understands our, our situation and our problems. And like, like they feel like you're, you feel like you're, they're speaking to you when you're reading their things, you will be much more likely to want to spend money with them versus if it just was kind of a little bit more of like a generalized statement and it was kind of speaking to everybody right so that's why doing this data research and feedback is so effective and important because you're able to speak to them specifically right so you figure out how to get the more people more traffic more awareness to that that channel and then once they get to the channel what does that journey actually look like right when they get onto your instagram profile what does it say in your bio that let, that lets them know that they're in the right place that they want to keep looking for more do you have your website that's very clearly like laid out right there where they can go and get information in your story highlights you can bring them through a whole entire journey of what it looks like to actually become a client with you and why it would be an excellent choice for them right so when I was be when I was behind the chair and doing more active marketing from my behind the chair business I got a whole you don't have to do this I think I, I went I'm a, I'm a little extra if y'all if y'all <laughs> can tell <laughs> Um, but, uh, but I, I got a whole, um, videographer real situation to go through like my entire experience behind the chair. And I taught, and I had like a whole story highlight and it was just like, um, me sitting down and talking about me and sharing a little bit about me. I had like a whole story highlight talking about my, my, uh, my product line and why I chose my product line. I had a whole uh, story highlight talking about the experience from the beginning to the end of when they come to see me in the salon. And it was all in my story highlights because those are evergreen, right? There's something that don't, that they don't move, they don't change. And that's exactly what I wanted my client to see first or a new potential client to see first when they first landed on my page. Cause I was grabbing them immediately. And I was like, Hey, look how badass this experience is. It's made for you right? And it's, and it's going to match exactly who you are and what you're looking for. And then everything that you're posting is just building on top of the, the information that you have, the experience that you've created, and the solutions that you can, can offer to this ideal client um, based upon what pain points they have, right? So you're educating, you're educating your clients and no, you're not educating them about what toner you use, um, at the bowl, like last yesterday on this golden blonde, your client does not give a damn if you use an eight gold with redkin volume, whatever. Okay. Your clients don't know what that means. Hairstylists know what that means. So if you're trying to get hairstylists into your chair, that works great, but clients don't know what that means. So how can we make this conversation relevant to your clients to where they're under, they're going to understand what the hell you're talking about. 
right? Not to, not to be like, I'm sorry, I'm not shaming anybody here. <laughs> this is just, this is just a language that we just don't speak. We don't learn this stuff in beauty school. We don't learn how to speak like a business and think like a business. We think we learned how to think like hairstylists, right? We, we go to beauty school and we get, we, we love making these connections. We love nerding out about formulas and all this other stuff, right? And showing off our work and, and getting to collaborate and getting celebrated for that. But when we think about intentions, when we're using these platforms and we get really serious about what we're trying to do, we have to take that seriously. And we have to get really realistic about who's seeing it and what, how that's relaying to them and how that makes sense to them, right? And so instead of sharing your formula, you can share, why does hair go brassy in four to six weeks after the salon visit? Because that is a pain point that your ideal client may have, right? And they may want to learn about. And so then you can educate them about how, if they're not using the... <clears throat> If they're not using a shampoo and conditioner that is color safe and really making sure that their, their toner is being protected and their investment is being protected, then this may be the reason why this is happening. Um, therefore, when you come to see me in the salon, I make sure that I give you every recommendation that you need to protect the investment of your hair color service with me. So that way it lasts you between this time and this time, because I want you to feel beautiful um, from the day that you leave the salon all the way until you come back, right? So like, like making it super relevant to the client, hitting a pain point, sharing how you have a solution and how they don't have to worry about it anymore if they come to see you, right? And just sharing more posts like that, creating that bridge and that connection between the person's struggles and how you fix those struggles. And then they're going to want to come see you because you're the person who has the answers, right? Mm. I'll pause there. <laughs> Dude, that's like, it's like knowing your audience, right? And knowing yeah, who you're speaking period. to, you know, knowing and, 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 and it, it's so, it's so easy for hairstylists to get into like Redkin XYZ, yes. you know, you know, it, 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 but it's really understanding. And honestly, if you do the exploration of knowing your clients, then you're automatically going to know what those pain points are and what those, what those solutions to pain points are, you know, if you, exactly. do, if you do the experience, you know, and, and in your mastermind classes, do you help them figure these things out? Do you kind of, help coach them, um, you know, how to, how to figure the questions and the, you know, yes. the, what platforms and things like that, what's yes. best for them? Yes, yes, yes. So just, just at, at the time that we're recording this, um, at the time that we're recording this, I have a, I have a course and I have a membership and the course is pre-visit pathway that teaches all about automation, streamlining your systems and all of that good stuff. Like basically automating the booking process does a whole lot more than that, but that's what it is. And then on the back end of that, people get invited to this alumni only um, membership experience. And then that's where I teach this class as of right now, specifically. Um, however, I do plan on taking this chief marketing hairstylist and bringing it more public. So make sure to follow me on Instagram and stay, stay up to date with me, because if you're looking for just marketing at this time, I will be wanting to, I will want to bring it to everybody because I think it's something that people really need. Um, but yes, I literally give people the same survey that I gave my clients. I give them the template. I share with them how to upload the template and how to edit the digital form themselves. 
um, and then exactly the verbiage that I used when I when I uh, sent it out to my clients, and then how I got the feedback and what I did with the data, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, the answer is yes. Do you also um like if I if if I become a new member, will you go and audit my um Instagram or my whatever? Great question. Great question. So I actually we literally just did last week for the first time. We just did a, uh, we called it a funnel audit and um, people could submit their, their, their funnels, uh, their marketing funnels, right? So like uh, I would start with whatever their, their main channel was, and then I would go to their website and then I'd go down the whole entire situation and I would say, okay, this is what I would change right here. This looks really freaking great. This is why this is working for you. Um, This is maybe a little tweak that you could make that could make this work better. But the best part about my community and not to brag, but I, I'm just so proud just of what we've created. <laughs> I know y'all can't see it, but I have a real bad habit of uh, flipping my non-existent <laughs> hair. So, um, so what I think is the most badass part of my my community. I love these people so much. They are just such brilliant stylists and beauty professionals and business owners. Um, so we have, whenever we're doing some like sort of masterclass or some sort of funnel audit, you know, I do not believe that I'm the end all be all. I am not God. I am not the master. I am not, you know, and we are nothing if it isn't for community and brains coming together and helping each other. And so um, in the funnel audit masterclass, you know, it's a big Google meet call. I love really interactive, really hands-on supportive classes. Um, you know, you're getting feedback feedback from all of your other peers and, men, and, and members and people that you really trust and love and know to help you as well, too. So it's not just me, you know, talking about what I think, because what I think may be different from what, what Susie thinks and, and from what Janet thinks, and they maybe have had more success doing this instead. You know, I would be an irresponsible educator if I thought that I was the end-all be-all and I wasn't more open-minded to community feedback, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I, I know what I know and I and I, um, I'm confident in what has worked for me and what I've seen work for other people, but that doesn't mean that I'm the end all be all. And so in my membership, I make it a really big point to make sure that the community has um, a really great safe space to all collaborate, to all be the authority together and share what's working for them, because I just think it's important. I think that's what makes sense. I love it. I love it too, man. Where do I sign up? <laughs> By the way, do we hit, do we hit all, do we hit all the points? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, that's like where you go off from. And then like the last part of the class that I actually, there's two last parts of the class, but the last part of the class is we just talk about your content structures. And so like we set up a real uh, proper plan for how you actually go about planning your content. So that way it's all in alignment with who exactly you're speaking to. Because a lot of the time what will happen is people come up with this quote unquote ideal client profile, target market, whatever you want to call it. And they, they still don't figure, they, they know who they are, but they still don't know how to connect themselves to them and how to actually speak to them. And so in this, that part of the class, we actually figure out like what the content structures are and have a strict plan. So that way, when you sit down to do your social media and you're like, I don't know what to make this caption, or I don't know what to post. You have an entire board of like of different categories and plans to work with. So that way you don't run out of ideas and you, and you know that your messaging is all in alignment with who you're trying to speak to. That's like the secret sauce. Yep. Yeah. You know, that's like the secret sauce. That's awesome. All right. Now I, 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 I'll, I'll say it again. Where do I sign up? 
<laughs> so I find every the best place for people to start with me is just on my Instagram and my podcast because um, I think it's the best place for y'all to get an introduction with me. And like I said, this specific class is actually um, not public right now, but we're going to take it public. It's something like, I mean, like I said, I think it's going to be really helpful for people as it has been helpful for my members. And so start with me on Instagram at hairbyhunty. And if you're interested, send me a DM because I would love to know how, how much interest there actually is for this to see how fast I should be working on getting it out. Um, so yeah, start with me at hair by H U N T Y on Instagram. And then there, uh, you can get started with figuring out how to work with me. And where's the podcast? The podcast is the modern hairstylist podcast. It's on all platforms, Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google, Amazon, all the places that you can listen to it. Yeah. And, uh, Hunter, uh, Hunter said that, um, you know, you can't see us, but if you check us out on Spotify, we'll have the video up on, um, Spotify podcast. Yes, so. I saw that. That was so cool. I saw that on the, on my episode that I did with y'all before. And I, I was like, Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> you can watch, you can watch Hunter flip his hair on there. Oh yes. All the hair flips. I love <laughs> it. The, Hunter. Thank you so much. Thanks for hanging out with us again. And, and just like, you know, drop, dropping the knowledge. Cause we, we love the drop the knowledge stuff. And, um, and yeah. if, if you're listening to this, Tony and I were, we're committed to, uh, to bring more knowledge this year um hopefully or not hopefully we we will be at more hair shows so we can grab more content um which gives us more time to um to be able to uh, drop the knowledge uh, our thursday releases our uh what are we calling it uh small talks small, small talks. talk thursday so you know we're committed to do more of that so um you know we're just we'll, we'll be we'll be sharing a lot more knowledge this year hunter tony thank you guys very much and hunter thank you very very much for joining us on your day off thanks guys Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends, give us a rating, and drop a review. To listen to all the latest podcasts, please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet. And to stay connected on and off the show, you can follow us at Hairdistry on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love.